Hello and welcome back. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell with the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. Oh my gosh, I remembered the name of our podcast. Did it! <laughs> I did it! I feel like I should get a prize. Once again, we picked the name um, because we liked it, obviously, but also for the keyword element, which we'll talk about on the Search Engine Optimization Show. But anyway, Amy, thank you for joining me for the third and final show in the um, media series. Yes, of course. So today we're going to talk about trade media and regional media. And I love both of them. This is probably of all the three shows, this is going to be my favorite. Absolutely. Um, So let's first talk a little bit about trade media, because Amy, you and I have had a lot of conversations I have a weird love for trade trade media. I'm just going to admit that right up front. I think that's great because it's it's a smart smart strategy for the right author that often gets overlooked. Yeah. It really is. And and trade media just to kind of give you an example of what trade media is. So trade media is any media, whether it's online, print magazine, uh, email newsletter that feeds into your core audience. So for, for, for you writers out there, for example, Writer's Digest and Writer's Magazine, um, or the writer, excuse me, um, those are trade publications. Those are considered trade publications. Anything related to crafting or quilting or, you know, in some cases, some home type magazines are specific for, you know, for, for trade, but there are also some that aren't necessarily on the newsstand. And, um, those are, you know, maybe that are some for like genealogists and, uh, human resources. I mean, we've had a ton of these that we've pitched for our authors. Yeah. And I think a lot of times authors get, it's, it's one of those things where it's almost too close So it doesn't seem as obvious, or maybe there's an element of, I want to go bigger. Like, I feel like, okay, I I know my industry, like that's not exciting to them anymore, but it's such a great place to start because it's in your wheelhouse. And I mean, at this point you should consider it almost an easy win. If you get the timing right with who you're pitching and when you're pitching and what you're pitching, you know, like why not rack up those easy wins in an area that you're super comfortable with? Yeah, exactly. Because the other piece of it too is, is that if you're looking to build your national media portfolio, the best way to do it is to get as many media hits as you can. So going after the trade media and the other piece of it too is, is that this is really, because it's so often overlooked and because trade media is sort of considered to be unsexy to some degree, a lot of times they get overlooked with pitching and they're always in need of content. And we've had some authors who have, who have, um, gotten in gotten invited to write for write articles to write you know for you know just even to have their own column in the publication and again 100% of their readership is your core audience so you know it's what i mean to so ask for that you what it's hard to ask for more than that you know it, Yeah, it really is. It's hard to ask for more than that. So i really really love trade media and how can you find trade media? I mean like I said, you, some of these are going to be in the newsstand. If you've written anything that is construction or home related, because I've done a lot of that too, you can go to Home Depot and find in their newsstand, you can find a lot of those publications. Um, craft stores, if you have something that is craft related, a lot of the craft stores carry some of these publications, so get to know them. 
Um, online, obviously online, we've pitched, um, you know, all kinds of online trade publications, but really get to know them. They're, they're usually less intimidating to pitch. They are, they're more receptive as we were saying, and you'll get a, you'll, you know, you'll get a pretty quick turnaround. And every time you're featured in a trade publication, boom, it winds up on your, you know, on your, your, your media room and your, on your website. And so go ahead. No, I was going to ask you about maybe less obvious connections to trade publications. Is this something, if you've written about a topic that is very closely related to a particular, you know, trade publication topic or anything like that, do you have a chance? I mean, I'm thinking, for example, if you do something on organization or something like that, if you've written about organization or kind of getting you know, organized. Can you pitch to those craft magazines or things like that, like people that would potentially be able to use what you have to say in a less obvious way? Yes, that's a great, I'm so glad that you mentioned that. So you don't necessarily have to be a quilter or a crafter to pitch a craft magazine. You could pitch them because you have something that ties into what they're, and especially the topic of getting organized, which I personally love the topic of getting organized because I'm creative and I'm not very organized. So I guess I, <laughs> I really run like, who this I think it's something we aspire to. <laughs> <laughs> no, the next, this next organizational book is really going to teach me how to be organized, but everybody battles with that, right? If you're a crafter, you probably have pieces of fabric or whatever all over. So if you can create something that speaks to that specific audience, no, I think that's a fabulous idea. In fact, um, this goes back at, actually, Amy, before your time, but um, not before you were born, because <laughs> I just said that and I'm like, oh, I'm not that old. But before, <laughs> before you joined us, that um, I worked with an author who wrote a book about her father's time as a coal miner. And I pitched it to a coal mining newsletter that went out to coal miners all over the country. And they loved it because it was this really cool, her, her father had, you know, passed on, but it was this really cool story about his years as a coal miner. And coal mining and specifically is such a very, like, it's a very um, unique, like they're very unique people, right? They have a, they're really, they're tough and they're, it's, it's a, it was a fascinating read, right? About what her, how her father, you know, worked and the coal miners and stuff like that. And so that was the tether. She didn't necessarily have anything to do with coal mining except through her dad and they loved it. So sometimes there's a connection that you may kind of have to make for the publication. But as I said, it's great to get your feet wet. And if you're going to get your feet wet, if you're going to make your mistakes, I mean, I hate to say that because we're all going to make mistakes when we get into media, it's, it's going to be less critical. <laughs> it's going to be less awful if you do it in smaller venues, for lack of a better term. No, that's very true. I think that's smart because honestly, there's only so many different ways you can approach a trade publication, like only so many different angles you can use versus bigger media that potentially, you know, you could generate probably a handful of different angles that you sure. could probably speak to, but trade is going to be really specific. So it helps you focus. It gives you an idea of, you know, so start with your, your most obvious ones and give those a shot. And I think you're very right to say that it's excellent 
practice because these are not people that you have to worry about like, oh my gosh, I screwed it up. I can never talk to them again. The reality of it, the reality of it is you either have an in with them and it, they see why it makes sense or you don't. So do it anyway, give it your best shot and learn from the experience whether it's a yes or a no. Yeah, no, that's absolutely, that's, that's, that's very, very true. I think that is, it's great to get your feet wet. And as well, um, if we're going to segue into local media, I adore local media. Um, and I, and I really push authors to consider doing local media anytime their book comes out. And we do a lot of local media here, right? We do. It's, it's, I think we, and we definitely see success with it with our, with our more creative authors, people that really get what thinking outside of the box means. And I think the authors that have really done their due diligence to really understand who their reader market is beyond just reading, if that makes sense, they really understand what these people do in their daily lives, what makes them tick, what they have going on. They really understand their demographics. Those authors tend to do really well with local media. Yeah, no, that's very, very true. And the thing to remember about local media is that you have, you know, your local television, obviously, your local newspapers. Um, you there may be some online portals, right, that you can gain, you know, that you can gain access to. But local media really loves their local authors, and it's a matter of figuring out what the story is. In some cases, if you have a local event, that's a great way to get local media. And actually I've told authors this many, many times. I love doing book events. So don't, don't take this the wrong way, but sometimes my main reason for planning author book events is to get them into more local author media because they really, really love featuring local authors. The other thing to not overlook, and so many authors overlook this because you run a, you know, you go to the grocery store and you see these little newspapers in the stack and you think, oh, I'm not going to grab, you know, whatever. I don't really want to, I don't know if that's really worth my time. Let me tell you that it is. We've pitched, Los Angeles is a kind of a great example because Los Angeles is considered a top 30 media market, right? So getting into a top 30 media market is harder because the competition is more fierce, but they're, they're regional publications, these what you call throwaway newspapers that are free in drugstores and liquor stores and grocery stores that people often overlook, they are very heavily read. So whenever we've done local book events with authors, we've always go, we'll always go after these publications. Los Angeles, and I remember this just from events that I've done there, has an extremely avid readership. In fact, um, in events that I've done that have never even been featured in you know, written about in the Los Angeles Times or Orange County Register or any of the big publications there that have only seen grassroots effort through those local throwaway publications have been extremely well attended. So don't overlook those because those are really creative ways to get in front of, you know, in front of your reader, in front of more people and doing, you know, sometimes doing book events locally is great. The other thing that you can do too with local media is, I mean, if you have something that's visual, especially morning shows, right, as opposed to just being a talking head, if you have something that's more visual, so a craft or something like that, offer to demo it on the air, right? I mean, because Amy, you've, you've mentioned that you've seen that on your local stations too. Oh, all the time. Yeah, we're in the Nashville area and I make a point to watch some of our local morning shows because it's great for getting ideas. 
because you get, again, you get close to what you know and watching how other small businesses and local businesses are using local media, even when it has nothing to do with a book, can be really inspiring. It's like, oh, okay, I can do that. I mean, children's authors, Penny, specifically, I think a lot of people forget that it doesn't always have to be about your book specifically because your book will benefit from it. But, you know, a children's author doing, you mentioned a craft or doing some sort of presentation or doing something that still relates to their main character or what their book is about, whether it's about children dealing with feelings, with bullies, with friends, about adventures, you know, find a really creative way to still get your brand across without it always necessarily focusing on like, okay, I have to sit there holding my book by my face and talking about how wonderful it is because nobody actually wants to see that. <laughs> right, exactly. And that's the other thing too is, is that, you know, push don't push your book. Never, ever. I, and in fact, I have a blog post. I don't know if it's current. It's, I think it's a little older that talks about never, ever sell your book. Always sell what the book can do for the reader. Cause at the end of the day, that's what the media cares about is they care about their audience as they should. And you should also care about your, um, you know, the people that you're reaching, you want to seem informative and engaging and bring something unique to the, you know, to the table and to these interviews. And I'm telling you right now, you will be surprised when you start to get, um, into your local media, how many times you also get asked back too. That's a really good point. And I love what you said about the local magazines and newspapers and such, because I read ours and I'll be honest, there are a lot of times where I'm like, oh my gosh, this has to be filler content. They must have needed something, you know, and they just didn't, it's true. And they just didn't have enough. Or you're reading through a penny and you're like, wow, this edition is really ad heavy. Because again, they just didn't have enough content, but they're still going to put it out. So, I mean, just speaking back to the opportunities and how those are not throwaways, anybody that reads theirs on a regular basis, I'm sure you've had those moments too, where you're like, okay, ads, ads, ads. Oh, here's an article finally, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, be that person that helps them fill it with more content because they are hungry for it. Well, and they have a much shorter deadline too. And, you know, speaking of content, um, let me give you a little tip. If you have a book event call the um call the assignment desk the day of your book event so you've you know maybe you've notified your local media and you specifically television shows and maybe they didn't respond to you i cannot tell you how many times this has happened to me when i'm promoting a local author event on the day of i'll contact the assignment desk and say hey just wanted to remind you blah blah and they'll be like oh my gosh we had somebody back out of an interview I'm shocked at how many people back out of interviews on the day. And sometimes, you know, people get sick or stuff happens. Like, I get it. But three minutes on air is really a lot to fill. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a lot to fill with just chatter. And sometimes if you have a book event and you haven't gotten any media love or you're listening to this, and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot to notify my local media. I have something coming up. Notify your local media. Even now, a lot of things have been moved online. Um, as long as it's free to attend, the local media will cover your event. So that's just a quick little tip that hopefully you can, hopefully you can use to drive more people to your book event. No, I love that. And using the online options to promote events too, that are free. You just have to submit, you know, yeah. most, most publications, most local papers, obviously there are Facebook events that's getting more and more popular. Now I do a lot of my local event searching on Facebook just because it's such an easy way 
to get information about what's going on. And I will say, to be candid, if somebody bothers to go on Facebook and is using social media in a smart way, I have a little more faith in how that event is going to turn out, you know? Oh, like, for sure. Is this really worth my time? Well, this person bothered to do a really smart, thoughtful, engaging event post on Facebook for it. I think it is worth our time, you know? So utilizing all of those free opportunities too, when you have anything worth bragging about or announcing is also a really smart way to go about it. Well, and I'll tell you what, too, is, and this is, and I realize now we've sort of gone into talking about events, which we should definitely do a separate show on, but um, next door, so next door, and Amy, you and I have discussed it, so this is a neighborhood app that you can put on your phone, but it's also a, it's also a website, so nextdoor.com, and I've actually had media people tell me that they follow stories on Nextdoor and events and things like that. And they get story ideas from there. So if you have a book event coming up or you're doing an online anything or whatever, again, has to be open to the public. Post it on Nextdoor because a lot of times you'll find that media will, um, media will notice it and, and they look for stories there. So um, just a couple of tips to do some local stuff. I love grassroots. I love local. I mean, there's nothing, I would never say no to being on a big morning show. Um, but, and I would never encourage an author to say no being on a big morning show, but we all kind of have to start somewhere and trade and local is just a great place to, to get your feet wet. 100%. And it shows that you, I think it shows a very thoughtful human side of an author as well. You know, that they're not solely focused on big, which can be kind of unreachable, you know, to some yeah. degree, like there's that distance between your readers and yourself on just these big massive platforms but i think something there's something very personal about doing really well locally and in trade that really enhances your overall brand perception as well well and the other thing though too and you 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 know you address this is that you know when you sit down in that chair um and i've had both national and and regional interviews and let me tell you what it's intimidating right you sit down in that chair there are wires everywhere big lights on you um you're hoping you forgot you remember to put on your lipstick right yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden you're on right and I do a lot of public speaking and let me tell you what I get nervous every time I do media every every and I don't do a ton of it anymore right now but I always always get nervous the best place to get your feet wet is local media and they know this too like they're not expecting you to be i mean you want to practice what you're going to say you don't want to show up and be a mess right but <laughs> it's 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 a really good way to get your feet wet and a lot of you know local media has they don't have quite the same expectations as a big national show would where you really have to be good because sometimes i'll watch the big morning shows and you can tell when somebody is being when the, when the interviewer is having to kind of pull the interview out of the guest, right? Where they weren't quite as prepared. And that's an awkward experience for the viewer. Oh, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> I know. You know, it's really, it really gets to be kind of an awkward experience. So focus on some local stuff. I mean, again, National's a great way. I hope that the shows have been really helpful for you in terms of, you know, how you want to go after national or if you want to pivot to regional or if you've done a lot of regional and you want to turn your attention more to national. I hope the shows have been really helpful. I know we get so excited about these topics, 
we're nerds where we should have called the, <laughs> should have called the show book nerds because we really are I'm sorry Amy I just called you a nerd that was totally not- okay I embrace it but we get so excited about these topics and we love sharing this information so i hope the show has been helpful thank you so much for tuning in uh any feedback questions input ideas we would love them we would love your reviews please review i know i keep asking for that i sound i sound like i'm looking for a prom date kind of looking for a prom date everybody just kidding really review the show on itunes thank you so much for tuning in this is penny sansevieri and amy cornell and we wish you much success bye-bye